what's a mutual fund? Mutual fund is like an ETF, except that it's actively managed. Mutual fund is also a basket of stocks. It's an aggregate of individual stocks bundled together that trades at one price. If you purchase an ETF, you would be able to purchase that ETF intraday. Purchasing a mutual fund only happens once a day. No matter what time during the day, trading day, you put in an order to purchase a mutual fund, it'll clear at the end of the day. Mutual funds trade once per day. How, why is that? Because they're adding and subtracting, buying and selling stock during the day. What's the purpose of a mutual fund? The only reason you would try buying a mutual fund is because through that active management, you're hoping to beat an index such as an S&P 500. If the, if the mutual fund could beat the S&P 500, then it will pay for itself as its fees because its fees are incurred through the active management. The buying and selling of the stock in a mutual fund costs money. Transaction fees, management fees, advertising fees, all these feeds as up, they have to beat those feeds. Then they have to beat the stock market on top of it. That's the difference between an ETF and a mutual fund. Let's review. An ETF is a basket of stocks that tra trades intraday. It's not actively managed. Whereas a mutual fund is a basket of stock that is purchased once a day and is actively managed by a fund manager. During the day, that fund manager is buying and selling stocks. They're trying to increase the net asset value of the mutual fund. The value of that mutual fund might be five, 10, 20, $30. It's not the price of all those stocks. They bundle all those stocks together, they slice it into shares, and they come up with one price at the end of the day called NAV, or net asset value. That's done through adding and subtracting the value of all those stocks, adding and subtracting all the capital gains, all the stocks that were bought, all the stocks that were sold. They net those together, they come with one price, net asset value. When the fund manager is buying and selling the stock during the day, his main goal is to overachieve. They want to overachieve past the S&P 500. If they don't pass the S&P 500 in returns, if they don't exceed the S&P 500, they're not earning their keep. Their skills aren't being proved. So that leads to how do you pick a fund? How do you pick a fund you look for performance per price. For example, if the price of the fund is too high compared to the performance, it's not earning its keep. Remember, fund managers earn money. Trading, buying, selling costs money. Accounting costs money. All these elements go into the cost of the fund that gets subtracted from the overall value. So every day they're adding up the buying and selling of the funds and the price of the stock, then they subtract their fee on a daily basis. Whatever is left over is the net asset value of the fund. If they do not exceed the benchmark, which is usually the S&P 500, then it's costing too much to be buying and selling these stocks and paying the fund manager's salary, paying the accountant's salary, paying the advertising salary. It's not worth it to own the fund.
So that leads us to pricing. If you're paying the fund manager salary, and then you're paying accounting, and then you're paying advertising, and all the incidentals, the trading fees, all those costs that go into actively managing portfolios, how do you pay for that? There's two ways, no load and load. A loaded fund is a, you pay a transaction fee. When you buy into the fund, there's a sales cost that goes with it. The sales cost usually is upfront, ongoing, or in the back. If it's upfront, it's called an A share. A shares are usually up to five and three quarters percent taken off the top. For example, if you invest $1,000, that money will be paid upfront and it will reduce the amount that is initially invested. If you pay ongoing, it's usually a 1% fee. For every year you hold that fund, 1% of the gross of the fund averaged on that year will be taken off to pay the fund managers, to pay the accounting, to pay the advertising. That's called a flat fee or ongoing fee. Those are called C shares. The next type of pricing structure are B shares. B shares are uncommon. They're not really used too much anymore, but that's a back end load. It has a trailer and the trailer is usually a quarter of a percent ongoing. And then if you sell it within a short time period, you'll pay the same amount as an A share, but at the time of sales. These are different pricing structures that usually come about with a full service brokerage firm. Because when you buy with a full service brokerage firm, not only do you have to pay the fund manager, the advertising, the trading fee, but you have to pay the broker a fee to advise you. So the advice comes at a cost. The sales cost of the fund is the fee the broker will charge you to offer you the advice. If you're not receiving advice, then you should go with a no-load fund. A no-load fund are usually funds that are sold at discount brokerage houses. Because you're not receiving advice and you're making your own choices, you shouldn't have to pay that fee. You're not receiving advice. Because you're not receiving advice, there's no fee, there's no load. There, if there is a fee, it's a very small trailer of a quarter percent or less. Very efficient, very cost efficient, and very inexpensive to own. Advantages to owning mutual funds is the active management. You, if you are busy or you're not an expert or you don't care to be an expert, you can buy into a mutual fund and have an expert work the magic, spin the numbers, do the buying and selling. These fund managers are experts at their field. They're highly paid and they know what they're doing. Most of the time, they know exactly how to beat the market, and if they don't know how to beat the market, you can always sell that fund and buy one that is beating the market. They're actively managed. They're doing the buying. They're doing the selling. They're doing the research. They're crunching the numbers. They're using the computers. They're doing all the background information checks to see what stock is the best, to see what stock is the loser. They're buying and selling to capture the most gain for your advantage. If you are more of a passive investor, so to speak, in other words, you're the type of investor that has money to invest, you'd like it to be managed for you, but you don't have time to manage it yourself, a mutual fund would be a good way to start. A disadvantage of a mutual fund is 
because they're doing all the spying and selling, they could cause a lot of tax consequences. Every time they buy and sell within that fund, it's a capital gain. There's times when funds have so much buying and selling as they call turnover. They turn over the dollar aggregate amount of that fund so many times throughout the year that at the end of the year, they pass those capital gains on to you. And that capital gain, you have to pay tax on, short term and long term. If they've held that stock for less than a year, you're going to have to pay you, the owner of the fund, not the fund. They pass those capital gains on to you. Those tax bills can be quite substantial. And not only can they be quite substantial, but the fund value may not have gone up during the, that much during the year. They might have traded so much, or it might have been such a bad year for trading, that the capital gains are ridiculously huge, and the fund never went up in value. Meanwhile, when it comes time to filling out your tax return, you're stuck with the huge capital gains. That's one of the main disadvantages of mutual funds, that rapid buying and selling that overbuying and selling, that rehashing the money over and over and over, that thought process of there's no way I'm going to buy and hold. I'm going to buy and sell and buy and sell and buy and sell. Why are they doing this? Because they're trying to earn their keep. They're getting paid for their expertise. If they buy and hold, they're turning into an ETF. They're not experts. They're just buying and holding. They have to prove their worth. They're motivated to prove their worth. They want to earn their keep. So they buy and sell, they buy and sell. The more they buy and sell, the more capital gains. Even though they might create capital gains internally in the fund, the fund value might not go up as much. You might still hold on to that fund. You might not have sold that fund. You might own that fund for years and years and years without selling it. And every year that fund is throwing off capital gains, which can get very expensive come tax time. That's the main disadvantage of mutual funds. How do you know if you're the right candidate to invest in mutual funds? It basically comes down to time. If you have time to research, if you have time or the inclination to research, to trade, if you have time to go on your cell phone when you're at work to buy and sell, or if you're not working and you can sit in front of a computer and buy and sell, maybe mutual funds aren't for you. If you have a situation where you're busy during the day or you can't monitor your investments, or you just want an expert to look after your money. That's when mutual funds come for you. Mutual funds are expertly managed. The people that manage mutual funds are highly educated. ETFs, on the other hand, you're making all the decisions. You might seek advice, but it's ultimately up to you with the buying and selling. Mutual funds are expertly managed for your advantage. Any other type of investments, such as ETFs, you'd have to be doing the buying and selling. You'd have to do the research. You'd have to do the investing. You'd have to be clicking on the, on the mouse to do the buying. In ET, with a mutual fund, you buy once. It's managed internally, hopefully to your benefit. There are hundreds or even thousands of mutual fund families. Some load, some non-load. Some sector fund specialties. Some index fund specialties. They're all actively managed. Because they're all actively managed, you have to decide which one do I buy? How do I get into it? Well, 
not only are they expertly managed, but you might want to seek advice as to which fund to buy. Not only can you purchase an actively managed fund, but you could also seek advice to see which fund to buy. As you look around in advertising, all the funds advertise, we're the best, we're the best, four-star rated, five-star rated, which one do I buy? You can seek advice, you can seek advice, you can also buy through a discount brokerage firm. If you buy through a discount brokerage firm, mind you, you'll most likely have a no-load fund and you'll be back to making your own decisions. You'll have to decide which fund to buy. Even though that fund might be actively managed, you'll still have to decide what fund to buy. So then it comes to the situation, do I need advice? There's advice through the fund, buying and selling. Now, do I need advice which fund to buy? It depends. Do you take the time to learn? Do you wanna do the research, which is the best fund? Or do you want someone to help you? someone to interview you, someone to ask you, what are your goals? What are your time horizon? What do you want to do with the money? What's your risk reward tolerance? How much could you stand to learn? Is there a preference? Do you like a certain industry? What would you like to do with your money? These are questions that a professional money manager would ask you and then place you in an investment of a mutual fund that would best suit your needs. It depends. Do you like this style or do you want to do the research on your own?